We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Nets fans, welcome to Brooklyn Buzz. I'm Nick Faye. With me as always, Jack Manuel. Jack, how are we doing? I'm recording from the start of the day before the kids even come in and got to work early. Nick's recording from his car. Something special must have happened in Nets world, Nicholas. Yeah, talk about an emergency podcast. Obviously, we got some great news on the Kevin Durant front. We're going to jump in that and plenty more. Make sure you check the Buzz on all streaming platforms. But Jack, where are we starting? 13 podcasts and 54 days later, and Kevin Durant is remaining a Brooklyn Net. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, 13 podcasts Nick and I have done on this topic. We have seen that Kevin Durant has agreed to move forward with the, with the partnership with the Brooklyn Nets. He had a meeting with Clara Sy, Joe Sy, Steve Nash, Sean Marks, the two men he wants to get fired, as well as his business partner, Rich Kleiman. The Brooklyn Nets put out a statement which says this. Steve Nash and I, together with Joe Sy and Clara Usai, met with Kim and Durant and Rich Kleiman in Los Angeles yesterday. We have agreed to move forward with our partnership. We are focusing on basketball with one collective goal in mind, build a lasting franchise to bring a championship to Brooklyn. And it had the Brooklyn Nets insignia, and it also had the boardroom insignia. So a little bit of Kim and Durant signature on it too. Nick, what was your immediate reaction? Yeah, I reread it like five times to make sure that I was fully understanding what was happening and, you know, that the Nets were moving forward to Kevin Durant. And obviously, we wanted them to have this meeting with everybody. And obviously, in the past, I think we mentioned potentially Kyrie and Ben being there, too. But given who was there and they got to this point, and we also got some reports from Sham saying that feelings were aired out. So I thought it was important that, you know, they understood both sides and things were talked about. And it feels like, you know, both parties looked at and said, like, what's best for us is to move forward with each other and we can kind of figure out the other things. And that's the best chance probably for Kevin Durant to win a championship. And that's the best chance for the Nets to win a championship. And I think both sides really came to that realization after just months of essentially nothing, you know, not a ton of things had changed on the trade front with Kevin Durant and the offers that were out there and the Nets weren't happy with the offers. And KD also wasn't very happy with what a lot of the teams would have to do in terms of what they'd need to send out to acquire him. So I think objectively looking at this entire situation over the last month or two, other than the drama in the leaks, it was kind of obvious what made sense for both sides 
but doesn't always mean we get what makes sense. And it's nice that it did get to that point. Yes. Somehow nonsense makes sense. I've said on plenty of podcasts that nonsense makes no sense, but suddenly this nonsensical saga that we've gone through for nearly two months is, has a resolution that I know I certainly want it. I know you want it. I think we've both toot and froed a little bit with our feelings towards Kevin Durant and the Nets franchise, Joe Sykes, Sean Marks, our feelings on Steve Nash certainly haven't changed, but in saying that, you know, there's been some great memes and uh, uh, plenty and stuff, but I also want to bring forward Nick that Brian Lewis uh, put this out. I think it's worth you know, talking Jack, about it. I just got one more thing to say about the press release. Go. I think you hinted at this. I think it is significant that the boardroom logo is at the bottom. That's Why is it significant, Nick? Why is it significant? It, it's just very unique that you would see that on a team press release. This is from the Brooklyn Nets account. This wasn't from the boardroom account. This wasn't tweeted from Shams or Woj. This was released from the Nets. And I think, obviously, that's something to make Kevin Durant happy. And I also tweeted this out. I would not be surprised if we saw more of a partnership or a collaboration with boardroom for other official Nets, you know, media content moving forward. And I think that could be a big deal because obviously that, you know, boardroom means a lot to Kevin Durant and Rich Kleinman. Do you think that was part of the airing out that we probably got between all of these parties, Kevin Durant's like, look, you guys have said you want to take control of the franchise, but you're also putting, you know, my business logo on this thing. You know, do you think that that could have been the toing and froing, the the sort of meeting in the middle somewhere? You know, obviously there's talks of Steve Nash, you know, if he doesn't get off to a good start, we spoke about the schedule, that he could be gone within the early points of the season. That's something probably discussed at, at another point. But do you think that this might have been part of the negotiation process? I think it could be something where like, hey, we screwed up, but let's do something nice to make you happy. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we let go of Adam Harrington. Maybe we didn't you know, answer all your requests, you know, last season and things weren't what you ideally wanted. But here we can kind of help you out in another way. We know this means a lot to you and we're going to showcase how much you mean to us. So, you know, we could definitely help you with boardroom and kind of expand that and showcase some things for the Brooklyn Nets. And obviously... I could be completely wrong and there could be no projects moving forward, but it just seems like there there is potential there. There, there certainly is. I, I think it is worth reading into. You're pretty good at sort of reading the finer details when it comes to a lot of net stuff, so certainly worth bringing that up. But We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Some more stuff that was brought up was from Brian Lewis, who's been reporting a, a lot of stuff around the Nets this year and for, for a lot of years for that matter. He said this, we want to build a lasting franchise. So this is not just about this year. So Nick, this isn't some last dance that we've been talking about and everyone's been talking about, whether it's Nets fans or general fans or general media pundits. This is looking to be a four-year you know, deal with, with Kevin Durant, obviously, hopefully honoring his full contract. Kyrie Irving, you know, we got news from Shams the other day that the Nets are suddenly all in on Kyrie Irving. He's their, their favorite guy all over again. This seems to me that Brian Lewis reports, uh, you know, from both sides, whether it's players or the the franchise itself, and I think a, a lot of the time he reports from Joe Sy. So I think this is coming directly from Joe Sy, if I'm not mistaken. That's my interpretation. Yeah, hundred. I agree with you, Jack. I think this is 100% a Nets leak here, and just trying to showcase what they want moving forward and what they hope this leads to. I don't think I would read a ton into it because Kevin Durant could easily change his mind by the deadline or also by next offseason. And again, it could lead to the same kind of situation we saw over the last two months. As of right now, everything seems somewhat smoother than it was, but I wouldn't get overly optimistic for the four years unless this season is successful. And I think a successful season would be, you know, losing in seven in the Eastern Conference Finals or losing in the finals or winning the finals. I think those are three outcomes which there could be some level of success for the team and happiness to an extent. Yeah, happiness to an extent. I think that that's a, a look. We could ease, like you alluded to, you know, by the trade deadline. This is Kevin Durant. You know, he's as flippant as as our other superstar on this team. Who knows what could change in a matter of days, weeks, months, games, etc. So, you know, we're happy for now. My ultimate feeling is relief at all this. We're yep. able to talk a little bit about basketball going forward. We can speak about TJ Warren. We could speak about Lawrence. We could speak about stretch fires. We could speak about Melo, Demarcus Cousins, filling out the rest of the roster. So that's going to be a lot of fun going forward. Some some pretty fun content uh, for the Brooklyn Buzz, as always. But Nick, in, in saying that, do you think that there were minor rumblings of this? Because Kevin Durant was working out with Kyrie Irving just a couple of, yesterday, a couple of days ago. Do you think Kyrie Irving had some part to play in this and sort of going, hey, Kev, let's, let's just give this one more go, mate. You know, you can always, this trade request can always be on the table in February or whatever, if we're if we're going crappy and and somehow Steve Nash is still our coach and he's doing some some BS stuff, do you think that Kyrie Irving played some sort of role in Kevin Durant staying in Brooklyn at least for now? I mean, I would say he definitely didn't hurt it. You know, he yeah. definitely could have had a positive impact. I think obviously the Nets showcasing Kyrie, both those sides working on the relationship only was a good sign or a positive impact towards Kevin Durant returning. Like you said, you know, the fact is that the Nets kept Kyrie and didn't act rashly and trade him to the Lakers, you know, in early July or something like that. And they held on allowed this opportunity to happen because if Kyrie Irving was on the roster, it's more unlikely that Kevin Durant would run it back. No, exactly. You know, I think a lot of people have been dissecting whether Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are still mates. Is he still sick of it? Uh, I think that that is, you know, fool's errands to to like actually think that they know the depth of their relationship, the depth of their friendship in, in a way that I think, you know, some of us know probably a little bit more given how we've sort of 
been covering this team, you know, as podcasters, reporters, etc. We also got Nick, you know, I've just been trying to keep up with the Twitter sphere, catch up with it as I sort of woke up. Nick Claxton, a quote via Brian Lewis on Kevin Rantz saying with the Nets. It's exciting knowing that he's coming back on board with us. I know we can have a really, really good group. So we've just got to get everybody together and lock in. Clax, we uh, reported at Summer League as well, Nick. I think it was by Brian Lewis that, you know, he's like, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to going back with those guys after signing his extension. So now that there, there seems to be, you know, the, the vibes have been anything but exceptional, but they'd they be, they be getting a little bit better, Nick. The, what's the vibe right now? Yeah, they're trending upwards. I think Clax said something along the lines at Summer League of we have unfinished business. So it's, I think there's a level of excitement for everybody on the roster. You know, now it's a championship contender because you have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and hopefully a healthy and confident Ben Simmons. Now there's a real chance for you to win a championship or at least have a shot at doing so. Obviously, still probably a couple minor moves needed, but the vibes are up. I would assume the energy is up for everybody in the organization just knowing like, hey, we can win a championship. Like we can be a successful team rather than what the other, you know, potential season was looking like where it was just a ton of drama or less successful or just, you know, the outlook being a first round playoff knockout or whatever it might be. I mean, I can say personally, just being a fan, this is the most excited I've been, you know, in terms of podcasting all summer because of just like Kevin Durant is returning and we at least have some level of expectation for this team. I was just complaining to you in the DMs a few days ago, just saying how like, it's crazy. We don't know what to expect. How are we going to kind of prepare for this, this next month of podcasting? And now, we have at least a few things set in stone. It's it's going to be much more fun being able to break into the minutia and you know filling out the rest of the roster as we sort of alluded to. So I'm certainly excited. You know, it gets sort of tiresome and cumbersome speaking about the same thing over and over again. You know, we could have been today. We could have been speaking about Memphis Grizzlies. We could have been speaking about Donovan Mitchell. We could have speak, been speaking about those little things. But now we're speaking about you know uh, a resolution of sorts. You know, uh, you yep. know, it might be an ending for now. It's like you know the end, and then it's dot 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 at the end of some like horror movie or, or like a Jordan Peele movie or something like that it's or it's 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 christopher nolan where there's some sort of vague ending where we just don't know what the actual end is so i'm quietly confident but that could easily be changed in 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 a matter of days because nick we now know you know as bookies have sort of responded to this news the nets are equal third favorites when it comes to um not not third favorites uh let me take yeah the equal third favorites for the championship you know and only a couple of days ago they were way down in those odds, so it's Boston, Golden State. I'm upset I didn't get a bet in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And Brooklyn and Milwaukee are ahead of teams like the Clippers, Phoenix, Philadelphia, Miami, and the Lakers. Do you think that, obviously, we, we speak about the, the odds owners, and we, we're speaking about the odds of, of Kevin Durant, and of, of late, those have been trending towards Brooklyn, given everything that's been happening, despite Kevin Durant's insistence and Kevin Durant's tactics to get himself out of Brooklyn. Nick, do you think that the Nets are a championship contender? I do, if healthy. You know, I don't think they're the favorites, but with Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, an array of shooters, some 3 and D players, some guys that could really step up. And I also think one thing that helps add to it is the pressure that is on the Nets and on the front office and ownership to make a championship team. You know, all this talk and all the things that have gone on, I think we could see them be more more aggressive at the deadline or even over the you know the rest of the offseason to make those final touches because I think last year was pretty clear they were short talent. This year that can't be the case. If they lose, they have to lose because 
they were outplayed, they didn't play well enough or an injury or whatever it might be, not because the roster didn't have enough. And I think everyone seeing what happened against Boston the first round last season, there wasn't enough on the roster. And I think obviously we'll jump into the holes in another episode, but the obvious things are, you know, backup center, stretch five, backup point guard, more assistant coaches probably on staff. So those type of things still need to be cleaned up for them to get to that finished product. But all of the structure is there for them to be a championship contender. They certainly are. You know, I think that the additions, you know, the Royce O'Neal, the TJ Warren, who you've mentioned, you're probably the TJ Warren stand of, of NetSuiter and, and NetSworld. I'm certainly on that bandwagon as well. I'm a big fan of TJ Warren's. You know, I was less of a fan of, of Royce O'Neal's in terms of what was being given up. But now that we have Kevin Durant staying, I'm all in on that because I think he is an upgrade. I, I love his three-point shoot. I've actually done a little bit of uh, breakdowns behind the scenes, but I'm not dropping any of them until probably now because now we can actually speak some sort of basketball analysis. So I think that they are. I also think that we could get the equal amounts of chaos uh, that, that we've had yeah. the last year or two as well. So there is... I'm not saying I'm not putting a percentage on it because predicting what's going to happen uh, to the Brooklyn Nets and with the Brooklyn Nets is is fool's gold at the best of times. So we could get you know the the sort of 2021 version of the Brooklyn Nets where everything is humming. You know the Nets have got like an 130 offensive rating against the Boston Celtics who were in the finals the year after and they're dominating. But then we get a, a James Harden hamstring and a Kyrie Irving you know ankle injury which d- destroys yep. everything. So things can change on a whim. I'm not I'm I'm. Again, quietly confident, quietly optimistic, but I'm also trying to maintain a sense of realism in this absolute and utter chaos that we've have been enduring for the past sort of two months. But Nick, I will also it could say, really I go, Jack. It could go to the opposite ends of the spectrum. Like it could, it could really be as good as a championship, and it could be as bad as a drama-filled season. There's really no idea, like what's going to happen until we at least see them on the court and see how the vibes are after a tough situation, like. We know if they go on a 10-game winning streak, everyone will be happy. Well, what happens when they lose three straight? Yeah, well, when they lose three straight, hopefully Steve Nash is fired. Um, but that's a... That, that's <laughs> or it a, doesn't this. happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, look, I'll, I'll echo the sentiments of Irvin Magic Johnson on Twitter as well. Nick, one of the great followers on NBA Twitter. He <laughs> says, I'm happy that Brooklyn Nets owner Joe Sire worked out a deal with the dynamic superstar Kevin Durant and his agent Rich Kleiman that made KD happy and want to stay with the Nets to try and bring a championship to Brooklyn! Exclamation mark. Gotta love magic. I'm I'm glad that he's happy too because he's echoing the sentiments of a lot of Nets fans out there. uh, Is your ultimate... I know I said my ultimate feeling was was relief, Nick, probably more so than happiness. What's your ultimate feeling as as a Nets fan through all this? Yeah, I think, Jack, it's funny you say that is because I put out a tweet uh, today and it was like, I think this is probably an all time high of relief for Nets fans. Like, I can't think of being more relieved in a situation than what happened, because like you said, it's hard to be super happy because you don't know what exactly is going to happen with it. But there was a level of relief and optimism with this team that we haven't felt in months, you know, since the loss in the playoffs to the Celtics, pretty much probably since game two of the first round of the playoffs, you haven't really felt any optimism. You know, there was a hope they'd run it back. Then we got all the bad news with Kyrie, then the KD trade request. And then it was just like, who knows what to expect? So it's a release and some level of structure. There's not a ton here, but it's like, you're starting to see the pieces come together. Like the vision is almost there. We just have to see it execute and everyone kind of agree and come together. And like I said, I think the fact that they had a meeting in person together for the first time since 
you know, they lost in the playoffs, I think is a pretty big deal. No, definitely. I, I guess I want to ask you, Nick, ultimately, I said that the Nets were third in championships odds. I've got a couple of minutes here. Speaking a bit more broadly about the team, we'll do this, obviously, with some a, a little mini sneak preview of some of our a general season preview stuff that we'll be getting into in the coming days and weeks. Where do you think the Nets rank as a championship contender or within the East, either or, or both, Nick? Yeah, I think if you look um, in the East, you'd still put them behind Boston. You'd put them behind Milwaukee. We have to see what Harden looks like in Philadelphia. So I think around third is probably fair in the East until they fill out that roster. And they easily could get higher, but I think you don't want to give them too much credit before they show it. You know what I mean? Like if you had told me last year they were going to get swept in the first round, I wouldn't have believed you. So I think they need to put it together and execute and come together as a team. Also coaching needs to improve drastically. And I think that put them at third with the potential to jump higher. I think in the West, it's a little bit more complicated because you have so many guys returning from injury, but obviously you'd put them behind Golden State as of right now. And, you know, if the Clippers are healthy, you'd probably put them behind them as well. And, you know, Denver's an interesting Denver, team, but they're yeah. coming back from two major injuries too. So it's like, I think that's within the Nets range. You know, they're not with Golden State. They're not with Boston. They're not with Milwaukee as of right now. They're probably in that next tier underneath or just right on the cusp of that tier. I haven't liked a lot of the odds and percentages that we've been speaking about in the offseason, Nick, but I like those odds, and we'll be discussing more odds, Kevin Durant stuff, non-net stuff, non-Kevin Durant stuff, not non-net stuff on the Brooklyn Buzz. It's it's a bit early in the morning over here for me. You know, the kids are starting to arrive into Nick's in his car. We need a bit of a break. We need to process this, and then we'll dive even deeper into the Kevin Durant stuff and more general net stuff on the Brooklyn Buzz. Make sure you subscribe, ladies and gentlemen. Five stars on every platform that you can, and thank you for listening as always. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.